Exchange Podcast. Afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Renewable Exchange Podcast. This is the first in a series of podcasts that we're going to do, uh, the first for our company. Uh, a lot of areas we want to cover off today as a kind of review of 2019 and what we'll do on a monthly basis is address individual discussion pieces um, one-on-one across the months. But it's certainly been a very challenging year in 2019. A lot of factors that have hit generators' revenues, but a lot of positive factors out there as well. Um, I'm joined today by Kirsten. So Kirsten, you'd like to introduce yourself and maybe talk a bit about Renewable Exchange? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Um, so um, I work in sales here at Renewable Exchange. Um, and, you know, we've got 730 generators that we currently work with um, gig of install capacity on the platform now um, and really the aim of us is to connect um, generators with all the suppliers that are out there and give a really clear path of how to get into the marketplace and how to get the best prices out there. And I'm joined with Ollie and Ollie I think probably good to talk about we've, you know, some, we've had some exciting news this year some you know, real big awards and business successes. So. Yeah we have we have really good news um, so we actually won an innovation award by the REA um, earlier this year which was fantastic absolutely great just to be nominated there and we've also been nominated for another innovation award at the scottish green energy awards in scotland later this week so fingers crossed on that front. <laughs> so, so the first area we're going to talk about today is the power price on the generator so ollie maybe just give a bit of context to 2018 and basically what we saw in 2019 yeah great um so i mean what we saw in 2018 was power prices pick up um, to kind of unprecedented highs, really. Um, the main reason being that after a uh, particularly cold winter with the beast from these, gas supplies were at an all-time low, so um, a lot of gas was, was purchased in the UK. The wholesale power prices were directly affected by this and, and increased. And throughout the entire year, up to about set, September time, I think, we saw a, a massive rise in prices. This held relatively level till uh, the start of the year. so. We actually came into 2019 with power prices at a very, very good level. Um, what we've seen since then is just a massive fall in those prices, and there was quite a sharp decline at the start of the year, as a lot of that, um, a lot of that came off the, the gas supplies leveled out in the UK. And since then, it's, it's like you said, there's been there's been a fair bit of volatility, which has been caused by um, lots of factors in the UK. So announcements by the EU that there'll be gas curtailment coming in from Russia, um, some sort of uh, mechanical components going wrong at the EDF French nukes, and a few other factors like that have really caused a bit of volatility. But generally speaking, all of that power price rise at the start of the year has come off and, and prices continue to trend downwards. And I think only it's fair to say gas has been the kind of the driver for that, the world's class of gas. I think every day we read about more energy shipments coming to the UK, and I, I guess my you as well, it's downward at the moment. Power prices have been very volatile over time and do have sort of upward and downward trend. And I guess we'll have to watch is where the LNG shipments go, because there's certainly a shift from many countries away from coal. And if that increases demand for gas, that certainly will have an impact on the on the price of power. And I think certainly the other factor is the, the Brexit and the, the currency swap. You know, the UK is an attractive country for for gas to come to at the moment, but those dynamics change again. That could have upward pressure on gas, and then particularly if we have a cold winter this year. So I think yeah, probably downward at the moment from 2018, but set you upward on this horizon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, um, carbon pricing has also played a, a bit of a factor. 
sector um, previously, which really links into the, the comments you just made then. Um, we did see some, some upwards movement in the current prices earlier this year, but a lot of that has come off again since. And um, interesting to see what plays out there with that one. I think certainly, you know, on behalf of our customers and as a business, we very much keep a watch brief on the power markets and where the trends are. Um, so you know, it's very important to generate some of the maximizing value in the, in the UK market. Um, but if I hand over to Kirsten now, I think one of the other big trends we've seen in the UK, or a changing trend, is the value of Rego certificates. So Kirsten, maybe just give a bit of a, a, a summary of what we've seen across 2019 in, yeah. in Rego value. I mean, it's very interesting because there wasn't too much value last year. But what we've actually seen this year is the value has doubled across the year, um, particularly with certain technologies and, you know, solar, wind, hydro. And we've actually seen uh, some suppliers did double the amount um, for those particular technologies. It's really interesting to see that. I think we've seen, I think it's probably fair to say, there were some suppliers at the start of the year who weren't giving a value for regos, mm. and that's certainly changed, hasn't it, across, across the year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen a lot more, um, you know, people putting through um, a value on there. There's definitely something being driven there, which is great. Um, I guess the other sort of big talking point in 2019 was being a charging review. Um, which has been muted for over 12 months now, um, where Ofgem basically released their minded to decision, um, which was feared to be a change of Bazilos to a cost. Um, so there were a lot of concerns around that from a generator perspective. There's been a lot of lobbying of the industry from that side. I think it's fair to say, Ollie and Kirsten, yeah, we've certainly dealt a lot with generators who have been very concerned about this impact on their revenue stream. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, for most of the generators that we deal with, anyone who's outside of Northern Scotland, this is going to be a, a direct negative impact for them. Um, currently, most of uh, most of those generators are receiving roughly around sort of £2.50 per megawatt hour as an embedded benefit through the, through the SUAS. Um, so as of April 2021, or, or potentially sometime after that, I think that's still to be fully confirmed, that will just be a direct loss of about £2.50 for them. Um, so to say, not everyone has been, uh, not everyone's been as unhappy because most of the Northern Scotland generators have already been receiving a, they've been receiving a negative uh, source charge for them as opposed to a benefit. This will be removed for them, and that will be an increase in revenue, although less than two pounds fifty. Yeah, I think it's fair to say Zuos uh, is a very volatile. So whilst on average it's two pound fifty, it does very much closely follow. What National Grid is doing to balance the network. So, if they're having to call on more expensive assets, hotel, wind, particularly, um, particularly big costs around that, and that effectively not just creates unexpected charges, it creates very volatile charges. You know, Zuos in some half hours goes up to £20 a megawatt hour. So, that can be quite a big impact. Not not quite, that is a big impact on, on generators. So, I think, yeah, fair to say it's bad news for generation. I think you know, we're concerned about our customers because it directly affects their income. Um, there is a task force that we'll be looking at this more closely, so it may be a stay of execution, um, but hopefully maybe in the general review of how charges are done, then there may be a, a different path um, going forward and the off-gem and may consider the views of the people, um, the generator community. Um, I think, Kirsten, it'd probably be interesting as well. Yeah, we've talked a bit about embedded benefits there. And are, are, we, are we particularly in the kind of the context of a low price horizon? Are we seeing a trend of generators to 
fixing better benefits or do, is there a general trend for people to pass through those those charges? Yes, yeah, so I think where there's there's has been uncertainty for quite a while with um, you know better benefits such as Bazuos, and um, we're, we're seeing a lot of pass through. Um, on PPAs that generators are requesting, um, you know, it, it makes sense with um, you know th things changing as quickly as they do. And although um, with Bazuas, for instance, we're not going to see a change until 2021, um, you know, people still want to know that whatever they can get, they're going to get. Yeah, I think so. I think it's probably fair to say we're seeing suppliers change their approach as well. I think there's. A mix of suppliers out there. Some will fix those embedded benefits, and some fix different embedded benefits. But some will just pass through those those charges. I think that's yeah, fair. absolutely. I think everyone is internally having a look at the way that they do things, um, and it's a real mixed bag of results that we tend to see. Um, but you know, everything's yeah, it's very interesting. So yeah, I think I've, so I've been with uh, Rooney Bush Exchange a couple of weeks now, but I've certainly been very surprised given the downward pressure in the market, the conversations around recodes and what we've seen on the benefit. Competition's really strong mm. in the marketplace. Um, I've certainly been surprised by suppliers who are bidding in on some of our assets. I certainly wasn't aware of some of those suppliers in, in, in the marketplace. I think certainly, given what might potentially be a negative year in terms of income of, of generators, I think certainly that competitive tension in the marketplace will certainly help drive value down or drive value upwards within PPAs and support generators maximizing their value. So I guess Ollie is that do you feel 2019 has seen an increase in supplier participation in the market and more more offers there for, for generators? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think we're seeing a lot more competition and definitely from the offtake point of view it's it's really good to see um, such engagement and drive and um, passion to try and win these sites. So what we're just hoping is that this transforms into uh, into revenue for generators. So, so this is our first uh, podcast. So, thank you for uh, tuning in. Um, Intentions we do this on a monthly basis, and we'll cover some specific topics of discussion in future. Um, I think just before we go, I suppose, Kirsten, have you got any sort of final thoughts that you want to maybe share on twenty nineteen? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very big year for renewable exchange. Um, our clientele has grown. Um, we're excited for awards. Um, Chris, we've got you on board, so that's always good. <laughs> <laughs> and Ollie, I don't know what's your kind of, what, I suppose for 2020, what's your kind of views on where the market might be going? Um, so far at the moment, we've just, you know, like I said, we've seen a peak before 2019 for generators and for power prices. So I'm hoping that that rebounds and fingers crossed we see some positive movement. Yes, finally to say thank you for joining us today. And we'll be back in the year with a regular podcast on key industry events. Thank you very much. Have a good Christmas.
Yes, finally to say thank you for joining us today. And we'll be back in the year with a regular podcast on key industry events. Thank you very much. Have a good Christmas and New Year.